Oh, we have to come up with, like, an intro. Everybody has, like, a cute intro. <laughs> my intro is just me trying to say my name correctly. Hello, my name is Kira. I'm Sadie. And this is tentatively Block Delete. This is Block Delete. This is Block Delete until we get bored of it and decide that we've come up with a new genius idea. Which is totally fine. Could be tomorrow. If you hear dogs scuttering in the background, that's because we're good moms. Okay, it's not because we have bad audio quality. I repeat, it is not because of us having bad audio quality or any sort of no. negligence. Could not it's be because of the opposite. It's because we're paying attention to our kids. So shut the fuck up, okay? I don't wanna hear everywhere. anything about the dog sounds in the background. And if you're a cat person, you also should understand, honestly. Anyways, um, this is a podcast we decided to make because we talk a lot about dating in our regular lives. And we think that the lessons may be useful and potentially entertaining. If anything, it's just like preventative stories so you don't make the mistakes that we do. Yeah, I mean... Me, I mean me. I mean, we all make mistakes. Some are worse than others. Some of us are more stupid than others. Well, some of us have just been through it already. Like, everybody has their time where you learn a lot. I mean, obviously we're always all learning when it comes to relationships. But you have your time where you're you're on bullshit and everything is bullshit and you don't know what's going on. And that's a very formative time. And then there's a bell curve, in my opinion, to where things are not as bad. Bell curve honestly triggers me to first year anatomy when I just barely skated by. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry my for bell curve using days. that term. Now all I can think about is Neil, my fucking crazy ass anatomy professor and not the other crazy man in my life. But honestly, it's a nice break. Oh my gosh, we should do an episode on crazy male teachers. Yeah. Because that brought up a lot for well, me. Especially crazy male art teachers. Uh, so Kira and I both went to art school. We did our BFAs, completely different schools, different countries. Mine's actually just a BA, but go off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I got the F in there. She got that fine art. Ooh. But uh, if you think that men are crazy, and if you think that older men are crazy, wait until you meet older male artists, and then you're going to have a fucking time. Two words. Monopoly board. Two more words. Jazz class. Monopoly board. How do these words go together? Find out in an episode soon. He made his own specialty Monopoly board. It was like four by four feet. Oh, no. And you would you would land on something and it means you drop a few points in a test. Anyways, that's a different story for a different day. He made us, he got inspo from Harry Potter, the book that goes, um, I must not tell lies. You know when Harry has to write that on his hand in blood? When she like abuses the children? Yeah, Professor yeah. Umbridge. He said, I was inspired by that scene. Oh, oh good. That's that's a good sign. I had to write 150 lines. Okay, this is a different episode. I'm sorry. Oh my god, I don't even know what this episode's about. It's trauma. It's about trauma. All kinds of trauma. Wow, we're in for a doozy. Anyways, so we thought this podcast will be A, like shooting the shit. You know what I mean? B, dating, dating endeavors. I can't call them all tips. Some of them... Some of them are just facts. Some of them are facts. Some of them are mistakes. Yeah. And then some of them are lessons and advice. I definitely have some lessons and advice, and I do think that we can go through that today. Um, Because this was all generated by 
I mean, you said you liked some of my advice. Yeah, so basically, I became recently single, and by recently, like, what, like, five, six months now, but after... No way! Has it really been that long? I think so. But, like, after dating someone for four years, and then becoming single, and those four years being from, like, you know, like, 19 to 23, and those are some pretty formative years, and then Mm -hmm. I started dating again, and unfortunately started dating men again, and that kind of went to shit really quickly, and so Kira was helping me out as I kind of re-entered the dating world... And I said, wow, this is really solid advice. Okay, wait, so how long was your relationship? Like, almost four years, if you count. Like That's everything. that's a whole quarter. That's a full bachelor's degree. That's yeah. a long time. Oh, shit. That's a full high school career. So, what do you feel that the difference was before you entered the dating pool and after when you, when you went back in? Well, first of all, I would say my self-respect at 19 and 23 are two very different things. And my Higher wi- or lower? Uh, well, I, luckily higher. Also, my willingness to trust men, just really not uh, there at all. So I think that's, that's the thing, different. too, right? Like, when you're 19, you'll, like, do a lot of stupid shit because you don't know that it's messed up. And it takes you a while to process it and be mm. like, oh, I feel like things shouldn't happen like that. And I think it's 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 honestly, like... Once you start to be romantic and, you know, sexually active, you're kind of like a complete newbie again. You're kind of a complete novice and you don't know. It's like how children don't know when they're being like fucked over. Like women who are adolescents going into like, cause I didn't, I was a late bloomer. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't, like... Yeah, I was not. <laughs> I was not, like, hooking up in high school, really. Yeah. Because nobody really liked me, because I was, I was like, one of two black people that they'd ever seen in their whole life, so that's not, like, it was... And this was pre-BLM. Aggressively pre-BLM, so it wasn't, like... Now, this is a whole, again, a whole other episode, but my the way people look at me racially is so much different than they did like six years ago because before it was like oh my god she's like the only black girl i've ever seen in my life and now people are like oh she's light-skinned she's mixed like people on tiktok will be like oh she's white passing and i'm like this is a interesting interesting experience but regardless i was not i was not hooking up with anybody in high school because nobody wanted to which is fine that's, I'm not, I'm not crying about that. Cause you don't need to cry about like the freaking missing out on the lettuce cuts or the, what are they called? Are they called lettuce cuts or leaf cuts? Like the hockey boy, like lettuce, it's lettuce. Oh, I don't try. I try to forget everything I know about hockey boys. I avoid them like the plague. I have never been involved with a hockey boy in my life. That's all where my but mom was. But I heard that they had lettuce cuts. Well, they also talk anyway. like cartoon characters, and I can't really get through a conversation. I don't remember. That. Honestly, that was a different lifetime. I don't remember them. But I remember being in L.A. and being young and being, like, 19 and continuing to entertain and talk to men who were incredibly disrespectful to me and my well-being and I didn't know any better yeah well that's the whole thing right like that's what I was saying like I you don't know any better until somebody tells you better 
Or you learn. Well, yeah, like you. Especially as a as a woman. They don't tell you what's up because they want. They want you to think, oh, guys mean well, and if they're interested in you, that means love. That means that they love you, and they're gonna take care of you forever, and so you should do whatever they suggest because that means that they'll like you and then that's how you do things and that's how you get what you want you know what i mean but it's simply it's simply not the case uh it's simply not the case um oh something to mention we are both queer i don't know how many minutes it's been but it's been too many minutes since we said that um again if you hear sounds in the background it's dogs and I'm now realizing that it's Violet's dinner time. So I'm gonna feed her, BRB. Okay, we're back. And I'm gonna steer us back to what we were talking about before, which is why this came up, the whole block delete situation, was after I started dating people again and Kira started to give me advice, I realized that not a lot of people, especially women, have people to tell them about all the shit that they shouldn't be tolerating. Like Kira was saying earlier, we're just taught as women to be appreciative of any time a man pays attention to us, and that is bullshit. And so Kira started telling me really, really important and helpful stuff, and I was like, get that shit on your TikTok channel. And so she did, and I was like, use my messy dating life as inspiration to help the world. And here we are. So we're going to share our traumatic dating experiences, and hopefully you won't have to experience the same things. Or you can laugh along with us, and we can all be in pain together. Yeah. I feel like talking about dating on my TikTok was not, like, top of mind. Just because I think I've always... I I was Scorpio Rising, so I think I like to keep certain things private sometimes. And I feel like I didn't talk as much about it as I could. And people make a lot of assumptions about, you know, what I am or what I do, and that's fine. I don't really care. But... I I have been through the trenches and I don't know what do you think is the most like valuable piece of advice I gave you honest to god literally just the entire idea of any effort that's being put in at the beginning will only go down and that is so telling because even like in actual relationships I've been in that like my whole life that's been true and so you know like one of the things she said to me at the very beginning was if someone can't just you know be like let's go out this is my idea to go out and here's when we're going to go out but they instead are just like well i don't know what you want to do or like i don't know what should we do when are you free i don't know that's only going to go down so if they can't even decide to say let's have drinks they're barely going to be able to talk to you if that's the effort that's going starting at the starting point yeah i think my basic rules are never go on okay I do want to be clear, This is these are, like, more heteronormative rules for, like, if you're a woman dating men. Because men are, men can be dangerous and they can have bad intentions, as we all know. So, I am never going on a date at somebody's house. Mm-hmm. And even the mere suggestion of that severely offends me, okay? I am offended very easily. So if a man says anything that suggests to me 
that he doesn't think of me with the utmost respect, I immediately block, delete, unmatch, whatever. So, or, okay, what I do, this is something I do on my, like, dating profiles. So, I put, like, in my bio, I put a little bit of sort of testers, right? So, I... I'll have something that says, I love when people slide in with Kiki, do you love me? Right? In two truths and a lie. Because so many, so many people, you guys, it's so, it's one of the most painful things of my existence, the amount of people who slide in saying, Kiki, do you love me? It makes me want to die. And if it's male, female, non-binary, whatever, no matter who you are, if you slide in with Kiki, do you love me? You're getting blocked, delete, unmatched whatever the platform is, I'm not talking to you again. Because, so when I put it on my profiles, the reason I do it in two truths and a lie is because you're stupid if you think I like that shit. Right? And, but you're not regular stupid. You're, you're paying attention stupid. Like, as in, you're very oblivious or you just have a really weird impression of the world where you think some girl is going to like something she's heard a million times. Like, use your brain, right? Or maybe they think they're the only person that's ever heard that song before. No, right? Exactly. So they're Which, a narcissist. Yes, exactly. Or most of most what I most of what I get is, like, literally this girl one time that I matched with, she slides in with, Kiki, do you love me? I'm sorry, you just I just had to say it. Did you? Did you have to say it? And I was like, no, you didn't have to say it. And I instantly unmatched her because I was like, I don't care who you are. I don't care how pretty you are. You've shown me that you don't respect my wishes and yes this is like a really tiny ridiculous and like okay something people said on my tiktok when i told them like the advice that i told you they were like this is really unhinged dating advice and i'm like yeah what what else did you expect i mean fair if they're following any of your content what else did you expect it's pretty out that hurt baby that's going feral that hurt me it's pretty self-explanatory and blunt because I'm not here to be fair, right? Something, okay, somebody said this to me once, relationships are a la carte. That means you can pick whatever you want, okay? You don't have to tolerate anything that you don't want. So if you want somebody who's, if you don't want somebody who's unobservant and can't pick the obvious thing, then put something in your bio that is like a little bit of a trick a little bit of a catch, a little bit of a test. And in my opinion, it weeds out a lot of the failures. That's A. B, if if they ask to hang out, you say, what do you want to do? They say, oh, come over, we'll drink and watch movies. Block, delete. If they say anything sexual, immediately block, delete. Because, listen, I hate for this to be... Okay, they're Sorry, having a fucking face-off. <laughs> I hate for this to be true, but I think I, I don't know who has said this. Maybe I heard this on Girls Gotta Eat. Maybe I heard this on TikTok. Maybe both. When guys are like just a little bit scared of you. Okay. And I don't mean that in like they're like legitimately scared, but they're scared to fuck it up. Like intimidated by you? Yes. Yeah. Because when they're like that, that's because... They don't want to mess it up. They respect you. They don't want you to take anything the wrong way. And so I didn't want to hear that when somebody first said that to me. 
But when you really, really digest it, most of the time, it's true that if somebody is just like feeling very, I take this for anybody. I don't think it even applies just to men. When people are very, very sexual to you immediately, it does a lot of times indicate their seriousness. Uh, yeah, I, that's the only message that I really get personally. I've had people slide into my DMs on dating apps and literally be like, wow, I've never fucked a ginger before. And I'm like, well, I'm not a ginger, so you're wasting your time if that's your goal here. Second of all, hi. Why do they think you're a ginger? I don't know, because they're idiots. But also, hi, like, how are you today? You know, like, come on. At least give me one sentence. Like, really try to at least put a single sentence of effort there before you literally just try to get me in your pants. Yeah, I, like, I really do immediately have to block those people just because it's it's so icky to me like it's just very icky to me to not even try to be put in any effort like my favorite message is like i would love to take you out are you free this day oh when you get right to it and you say hi you're really cute this is what i'd like to do here's like a time and date here's my plan i go here's my hand in marriage because that is literally the most sexiest thing i've ever seen in my entire life take initiative and shoot your shot. Well, also just because I don't want to plan things because my brain is bad at that. So if you can do that, do that shit. yeah, if, if someone else can do that and just tell me what time to be at a certain place, you just made my life so much easier, first of all. And I go, okay, let me have your children. And that makes me so happy, which lets me bring the energy of happiness mm-hmm. to the situation. And trust me, you will feel that. You know what I'm saying? I think sometimes people underestimate the effective effort. Well, that's the whole thing. Because like you said, it's only going to go down. Because the more you know someone, the more comfortable you get with them, the more comfortable you are with disappointing them and feeling, you know, like you can be a little bit safe and be loved unconditionally. And obviously that is the mark of a healthy relationship. But if you're starting on the ground, you can only go lower. Yeah, and it's like any hopes you have of something getting better, it's usually not gonna happen like that like I find I think in my last two relationships it just felt like not a lot of effort especially my last relationship it was very like circumstantial very coincidental like everything we would do that was a date was like because his friends were doing it or his friends had ticket to this thing or his friends had ticket to a game or his friends were going to the movies it was never oh I planned this for you and I my last relationship at least had a little bit of that yeah, well, isn't it nice to be treated like a plus one to hang out with your friend, like your boyfriend's friends, and you're just like sitting there and you can see that they put an effort for other people? And you're like, oh. I, <laughs> hot take, men with friends can die. <laughs> I, I hate your friends. I hate, okay. And I don't mean that in the sense of like, don't have any friends, but once you have more than, I don't know, five close friends because they start to they have a group of 20 to 30 and there are women and the women want to fuck them and they'll pretend that that's not true but it's true and then they dm them on their instagram stories and they're like they like their instagram pictures and they pretend that they don't see how the girl reacts to that but the girl likes that and anyways i don't i don't like it I don't like men with a lot of friends. Have have some friends, right? Don't have no friends. 
but don't have like 20 friends that you deal with consistently because I don't I don't trust those men. Listen, it's a, giving club promoter. There's a big difference between having a close knit group of friends and being in a frat when you're in your late twenties. Oh and my god! If you're literally bringing around a frat amount of men with you everywhere you go, first of all, oh why my are you god. scared to be alone? Oh Second god, of all, yeah. why are they your security blanket? And third of all, are you sure you're not just gay? Which is fine if you are. Me too. But like, I think we're lying to ourselves here because all oh you want to do is hang out with Brad and Chad. Yeah. Well, that um. Okay, so my last relationship, they literally put this thing in their Instagram bios. It was like, it's like a fucking, like, what's that Nash Greer content house called again? Hype 10. Oh, the Hype House? Hype something? Oh. Something. Literally like a, one of their freaking Roman numeral, like, bullshit. Like, how they'd be like, MCM, XCBI, whatever. Anyways, they, they have this numeral, this Roman numeral mixed with, like, a number in their bios to show that they're part of, like, this su- certain crew, like my ex and his friends. That is And it's, so like, M-C-X-V-I-I, whatever, I don't know. In a certain way, I respect it if it's, like, very much, like, you know, don't fuck with me and any of my guys. But on the other hand, I can't help but relate it to Nash Greer. Anyways, but he's married to Taylor Giavasis now, who I mutuals with on TikTok, and she's a mother, a beautiful mother. Well, I mean, good for him. No, he settled down. He's, like, vegan and whatnot. Not that being vegan means you have your life together, but being vegan is difficult. It takes some planning, so. It's certainly a lot of commitment, more than I really put into anything in my life. I put a lot of commitment into Violet. Well, that's true. I put commitment into Otis, and I put commitment into my bed, and that's pretty much it. Our dogs are called Violet and Otis, in case you couldn't figure that out. Yeah. Violet is a little chihuahua, she's nine months, and Otis is two years old, and he's a terrier or something. Otis is four years old. (laughs) No! (laughs) No! Otis is four years old? No, he's not. He's a Yorkie schnauzer, and mostly he's actually a grubby old man and has a mental age of a 15-year-old dog, because he hates everything, he hates youth, he hates joy... He loves to snuggle and he loves to growl at Violet for existing. They very much have the older cousin, younger cousin. Otis has to hang out with her. The way Violet is looking at everything right now is just like, I only wish I could get to that place. Like, I want to go to there. Also, this sound in the back, this is me straightening my hair. Because we're going to the Raptors game in like literally 20 minutes. Tell them the story about the men you met the other night talking about the Raptors game. Oh my God, so funny. Let me preface this with all of my dreams about like my exes keeping up with what I'm doing and seeing my successes came through when she told me this story. Okay, so I'm at this party and I'm like, I'm the plus one at this party. Like, I really don't know anyone here except for the guy who's I'm friends with that I went with. Um, also, side note, because we were just talking about girls with men, men, men friends. This is like the only man that I can confidently say. And he's cool. I've met him. I have never once thought about it and neither has he. He's cool. But anyway, so I was his plus one and we were at this party and I'm talking to these guys. Very reasonable young man. He's a, he's a great man. We'll have him on here one day. Um, I don't know if we can have white men on our podcast, but continue. Hilarious. (laughs) I was talking about how I was going to the Raptors game on Sunday and I was like, yeah, it's sick because, so for context, our wonderful Kira here was selected for a super exclusive program, one of four, picked out of over 400, and she's being selected as an artist 
to be showcased as kind of an ambassador in their creative program. She gets to do a commission of artwork. She gets, you know, to go to some games for free. She gets to do a lot of really cool collaborations. I get merch. I get a jersey. She's an icon. We're so proud of her. We love her. Thank you. And so we're going to the game today as one of the games she gets to go to. So she's been promoted through the Raptors and, you know, she's been on the Scotiabank screen and on their Instagram and stuff. And I'm talking to these two guys and I'm like, oh yeah, one of my best friends is in the creators program, so we're going on Sunday. And he like stopped and he goes, light skin? And I go, yeah. Which one said that? Short or tall? Short. Of course. And so I said, yeah. And also because obviously like Kira does do TikTok, this is not the first time that it's come up in conversation that I know that they know her. And so the first thing I say, and I, I'm like, I'm going to stop you right there. This is literally my best friend, so whatever you're about to say, I'm gonna advise you to tread lightly. Yeah. And he and his friends start like dying laughing. And they're like, oh, well like we don't really know her know her, her, but like we both matched with her like over a year ago on the hinge. And like I said something about Taylor Swift. I was a different bitch a year ago. Also, it doesn't matter. Cause he was like, I said something about Taylor Swift that she didn't like. And like, so she unmatched me and like similar thing happened with my friend here. And I go, I don't even need to know what you said to know that I agree with her. Which I respect that you said Because that. first of all, most of the shit that men say about Taylor Swift is misogynistic. We know that. Yeah. So I would like to give you some background. This man, right? No hate. This this podcast, I'm going to be a little more candid about my my life. Okay? I know you can't see me right now, but I'm aggressively nodding my head <laughs> as, in the way that Teffy does, I love, I fucking love Teffy, okay? I'm mutual to Teffy. Teffy is the big sister of the internet. I think she's so hot and beautiful and amazing and love Jenna energy. Teffy. I love Teffy. The way Teffy nods her head when she's about to tell you some shit is about to go down. That's how I'm nodding my head right now, okay? I'm about to really be raw and real. That was cringe, okay? Pretend I didn't, I, pretend I said that in a cooler way. Violet, don't eat the plants. <laughs> Um, so here's my situation, right? Have I dated short men in the past? Sure. My most toxic ex, who was my, the first love of my life, he was my height, if not a little bit shorter, but he was like wide of build, right? Like he could pick me up. If you can't pick me up, we can't date because that means I can pick you up and I could probably throw you. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, see, we are two big ladies and we like to date walls. Unless you're a woman, in which case I expect to be able to pick you up more. But I don't want you to masculinize me, which is the issue with being in a society like this. Oh my God, cry, cry, cry. Anyways, okay, um, so yeah. Uh, it's when I lived in LA, I think I was more inclined to date shorter men because they are a little bit more confident. They're a little bit more suave, whatever, whatever. This man that Sadie ran into the other day, first of all, much shorter than me. Like I'm kind of looking down. Okay. Which is different. If you have boobs, you don't have boobs. Right. And <laughs> if you get me, you get me there. And so he... Also, how, like, I don't understand if he's friends with my ex or he used to be friends with my ex. Two people that I, like, first was introduced to through my ex or, like, saw on my ex's page because he had pictures with him, they have asked me out. So that's just something to note. This is what happens with the men who say they have a million friends. Why are your friends asking me out then? Yeah, that's the other thing. Okay? Like, let's be fucking real. These aren't your friends. These are your acquaintances that are... I don't... I am... Like, literally just be so fucking... It's a different episode. It's a different episode because there's some anger there. As you can tell. 
But um, I don't fuck with men who have a million friends. Okay, that's all I have to say. But this man that Sadie ran into the other night, he it, this was the short man, and he had a tall friend, right? Short man was the one who was talking about Taylor Swift. So basically, the, I'm um, this man likes me on on Hinge. I matched with him because I want to see what he's gonna say because I recognize him from my ex's dating profile. I have purposefully exed him before on apps because I thought he was friends with my ex, right? Um, it's possible that he checked his following and he wasn't following him. So I was like, okay, maybe they're not friends anymore. Or it's possible that I just wanted to see what he was going to say anyway. Regardless, I clicked like match with him. And then we start talking a little bit. So here's the thing. He's obviously on a, a thin ice because you somehow know my ex. I have to look down at you if we're standing face to face. Right? So you have probably one more strike left. Then he said something stupid about Taylor Swift about how... Like, he was trying to call her irrelevant, I think. And I'm not even a Swifty like that, but no, you're just being either. a dumbass bitch. She literally has, like, like the data is there. Like, mm. she has awards for being, like, the first blank to do blank. Like, the, yeah. the science is there. And I don't even, like, listen to her that much, but I can recognize that she's one of the best songwriters in history. Because that's, again, the stats are there. And so I just don't appreciate short misogynistic men and like i understand you know it's short it's short king spring but it's winter now baby we need a big boy i need a big boy. i need a big boy i don't, I don't want to get copyrighted because my voice sounds so much like SZA that i think we might get copyrighted if i sing that for more than so seconds right. SZA's already on the phone with us right now i'm on the phone with her people I am her people. She said it's good because we're fine. I am her people. She said that we can keep doing it because she loves us. Your hair looks so good. What the fuck? I'm just straightening my hair. Do you want to hear something sad? Kira's like sipping a shot of fireball like a psychopath. Who does I'm not a psychopath. And we still haven't gotten to the end of the story. What's the end of the story? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other guy. your story. Listen, the other guy, he's the tall guy. He's like 6'2", 6'1". Did you look up at him? No, I don't look up at men. They can look down at But me. some of them, sometimes they're really tall. They're not that tall. I'm pretty tall, too. So, what? where I'm getting five. to in this story is the men I date now are 6'5". Okay? Raise your standards. Yeah, we want a wall. Literally, raise your My ex is a wall. The men I've been entertaining recently are walls. Okay? So, I'm not looking down. I'm trying to look up. All right? Or if it's a woman, I'm trying to basically date myself. I'm trying to date somebody who looks similar to me in one way or the other. They could be a different version of me. They could be, you know, that, like, anime filter that makes people look like completely different versions of you, but still you. You want to date the anime version of you? They don't need to be anime version, but they could, like, today there was an anime version of me, and I was like, she's cute. You know what I mean? Anyways, I love myself, so in women, sometimes I look for me. And that's something we can unpack later. But anyways, my yeah, point whole is, of stuff to unpack later. I hope somebody at home is keeping notes because it's not me. Somebody will keep notes for sure. Anyway, yeah, this six one or whatever guy. I don't know. I'm defining people by their heights, but they piss me off. So that's what happens when men piss me off. I get a little materialistic, a little annoying, a little superficial, a little judgmental, if you will. And why is Violet looking at you like? She's all over it. She's asking you for more soup. Because she just wants my love and attention. And the glare in her eye. Violet, do you see I'm right here? I'll give you all the attention in the world. Someone stepped on her today by accident, but like not very hard. And she was like, 
freaking out, like Good. screaming bloody murder. And I was Good. like, that's my dramatic girl. She was literally like, let me get some money on this lawsuit. That. Okay, <laughs> end of the story so the is story. <laughs> this man, right? We had talked on, again, Hinge. And he had said something very bold in the beginning line. I don't remember. I don't know if it was like, are you wife? Or like, I think I found the one. Or it was something very like bold and assuming, right? And whenever people come to me with a certain energy, I expect them to keep that same energy because Whoa, guess what? Yeah. It's going down. It's only, only going, going down. down, right? And so, yeah, we start talking on Instagram. And eventually he just stops answering. And then I message him like, hey, like, I don't remember what I said. This was years ago. I don't know if I said, hey, what's up? Or, hey, are you still interested? Whatever. And he was basically like, oh, I started talking to an ex again, so I want to see where things went with that. Sorry, I should have let you know. And I was like, yeah, you should have. And I blocked him because I was in a mood. Well, if you can, like, tell me, like, this is exactly what I should have done. And you didn't do then it. it's like, well, then why didn't you? I have a right to be annoyed. And I have a right to be like, fuck you. I don't want you to see how hot I am and how amazing I am and all the great things I do and be like, oh, yeah. I used to talk to that girl, but guess what? They fucking do that anyway. And I'm not that mad about it, right? See, I would personally do the opposite. I would keep him on my following just so that he can see how good I am and that's the one he got away. But either, either method. But I'm like a little bit petty and I personally, I feel I'm past the point where I need to prove a lot of things to a lot of people. I'm like, they know I'm fucking dope. I don't actually want them to see that happening because mm -hmm. they're going to get some kind of satisfaction of the point of like that girl at some point thought I was on the level to talk to her. Right. And it's not even about that. It's just like, I just, I really just sometimes don't want to be perceived by these people anymore. Well, your comment about like him saying something super like assumption, some, Assumey? Assumptiony? Assumption. Who cares? Yeah. So him just whirling in and being assumptive. Like, That's not a word. Reminds me of like a good final like cure dating advice thing to end the podcast on to talk about is that um, one of the ones that honestly is very true. If they are like love bombing you right away without ever having met you, mm. that is psychotic. Like this guy. So Kira and I were in New York, and this guy matches me on Hinge, and oh, like yeah. immediately he's like. Trying, he's like, oh my god, like you're so beautiful. Like I can't believe that I matched you. Like I would love to like take you out and like do this, this, this. Like I want to take you on a shopping trip. I like, he's like asking me all these questions. He's like all in my face. I'm like, okay, sure. I'm like not really like like entertaining it as much as I'm just kind of like, okay, like we'll see how this goes. Cause like he was like very attractive. So I was like, I mean, you know, like if I'm gonna give someone a chance, it's gonna be someone that looks like you, respectfully. And then we're like out at drinks, and he's like texting, like he's trying to start sexting, right? And I basically text him back and I'm like, no. Pause for a second. I haven't sexted in 10 years. Well, and you're not missing out on much. He's trying to get me to, <laughs> No, like he's trying to get me to respond to him because clearly what he's doing is he's just in bed trying to- He was off. from here, right? Yeah, he was from Toronto. And oh. so, but he was just trying to like probably like get someone to like help him jack off in the moment because the second I wouldn't sext him, he literally unmatches me. And I'm like, Okay. Drama. Like, I'm like, okay. Like, I literally just, like, took too long to answer him and then wouldn't sext him. And he's like, bye. Which Voice means, drama. obviously, he was just trying to get me to, like, probably send him nudes so that he could, like, jack off and then unmatch me and I'm talking again. Which is why, if someone's all up in your business right away, they either... And they're like, come over, come over. What's your bra size? Come over. Let's have a good time. Yeah. So, that's the, the good 
dating advice, don't trust anyone that love bombs you because honestly, love bombing in general is extremely manipulative, especially if they've literally never met you. Like, I know I'm amazing, but you don't know that yet. Here's the deal. If they like you, this is what's going to happen. They're going to offer to take you out very quickly. They'll do that thing. They will not flake. They're going to they're gonna immediately text you when they get home and when you get home because they want you to think. Here's the thing. Violet's barking because she knows I'm speaking fast. She agrees. Okay? Here's the thing. And I hate to be the bearer of this news because some of it is very, like, so old school and classic that you don't want it to be true. But some of it is just, do you want to come up? Is that what you're mad about? Some of it is just absolutely facts. Come here, baby. If they actually like you, they will take you somewhere. They will pay for the food and or the drinks. They will probably not try to kiss you. Or if they do, it's a peck. They're not trying to, they're not trying to, touch a lot of things because they don't want to fuck it up and while i hate to say that that's actually usually true it is actually usually true because a lot of times the ones that are like all over you when let me be clear when you are not giving signals right yeah there's every every once in a while there's a situation maybe you're just really feeling each other and maybe fall in love whatever good for you yeah good for you but i think but this isn't a fairy tale yeah, I think real life. I, a lot of times there's situations where you will find guys are really all over you in a way that you A, do not expect, B, did not give signals that you're at any way interested in, and C, didn't give any signals that you want. Like, it's, it, it, see, when it seems like a little bit like, whoa, where did this come from? They don't respect you. Do you know what I'm saying? They don't, they don't respect you. They just want something from you. And when they do respect you, they will either maybe not kiss you on the first date or they'll give you like a little peck, but they won't like try to, and even if they do like kiss you, whatever, they're not trying to like, they're not trying to pass your comfort zone because they don't want to mess things up with you, but they're still very like respectful and very aware of consent if they actually respect you. When they don't respect you, they don't ask very many things. They make a lot of assumptions and they put you in the position to put up the barriers and the guards, which is awful. Yeah. And then they make you feel like the bad guy for doing it. Yeah. And we just want you to try to avoid those situations if you can, because guess what? They're traumatic. So this is us (laughs) with zero relationship coaching certifications or proper education i'm certified in being a bad bitch yeah i can agree with that i also would say i have while i obviously have some bad dating experiences i think i have a lot of good ones i just like to share my pain to be comedic relief so me too that's what i bring to this and me too. we will continue to do that for you and you can just enjoy us mucking through life yeah and if you have any questions for us feel free to comment down below and or you can DM us on Instagram. My Instagram is at Kirabria. Yours is... What is my Instagram? Oh, at Sadie. Sadie Cow. You can say Cahill. I don't care. S-A-D-I-E-C-A-H-I-L-L. We're going to get drunk at the Raptors game. And maybe we'll come back and do a post-Raptors game final cut drunk 
Only if there's a D1 baby in our tummies. Okay, good night. <laughs> okay, good night.